Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand. Just holding your hand. We're gliding along to a song of a wintry fairyland. Don't you just love those Christmas songs? I mean, so many of these songs we sing at Christmas are reminders that Christmas time is supposed to be a happy time. I mean, songs like It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, Have a Holly Jolly Christmas, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, Jingle Bells and Walking in a Winter Wonderland. All of these beautiful lyrics communicate that Christmas time is to be a joyous, trouble-free season, a time of great joy. For we celebrate during this season the most important reason for Christmas, and that is the birth of our dear Lord Savior, Jesus Christ. But let me ask you honestly, as we're entering into this season, are you experiencing joy today? Uh, perhaps not, because there's so many people today I know that are having personal problems, and those personal problems are keeping them from experiencing the, the joy of Thanksgiving and the joy of Christmas. It's just like there's just one crisis after another that has uh, just continuously running over them. There's just an avalanche of problems in the world. And so it's hard to have a holly jolly Christmas. In fact, some of you find yourself so busy and working so hard that there's almost no time for sitting around a fire and roasting chestnuts whatever those things are. Or maybe there's not anything wrong, but for some reason you're just not happy right now. You're not starting this Christmas season with any kind of happiness. It's not uh, the whole idea, but it's not really providing any kind of emotional lift that you would hope for. In fact, for some of you, it's almost depressing. The world around you doesn't look like a wintry wonderland. It just looks like winter, cold and ice and wet. You know, psychologists have known that for many folks, this delusionment at Christmas is not an unusual thing. Rather than be happy, people are unhappy. Then there's the saddest part of all. We get so hyped up with expectations about what Christmas is supposed to be that very often the thing doesn't measure up and so we're disappointed. What can you do this Christmas, my friend, to avoid this sadness, this unhappiness, this sense of feeling low? How can you improve your level of joy this Christmas? Well, I think the story is found in God's holy Bible. In Matthew chapter 2, we read about the wise men, the magi, who came from the east and they saw a star that indicated the birth of a new king in Israel. And they were wanting to honor him with gifts, so they set out on a journey following the star to find this newborn king. Now, 
As you look at this story from the attitudes of these wise men and the events that surround their journey, we see how we can raise our level of joy at Christmas because there's some beautiful lessons to learn from this story. First of all, what are you seeking this Christmas? I mean, your level of joy at Christmas is directly related to what you're looking for in it, what you're trying to get out of it, what you're seeking. And then you have to ask yourself the question, what is that you want for Christmas, truly want? I don't mean things or toys or stuff, but what is it you want to get out of Christmas? What is, that, what is it that would make your Christmas wonderful and satisfying? Um, maybe you want to get to the snow, you think, or have the family to get together, or feeling that the, you, you can define as the holiday spirit, some, uh, something, finding that right present to give, giving the present you've been hoping for. Well, if you're looking for it in those kinds of things, my friend, I'm almost certain that it may leave you with some disappointment. Have you ever had that kind of experience when you were disappointed by Christmas because it didn't deliver what you thought it would? I'm almost certain that many of us have. Listen, the problem is not Christmas. As with all things usually, the problem is in our expectations. Think about it for a minute. We're looking for the wrong things. You know, the story of the Magi shows us how to increase our level of joy at Christmas by looking for the right thing. Let me remind you, what were they looking for? Well, they were looking for the King of the Jews. They were wondering, where is he who had been born the King of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. They were looking for Jesus. This, that Christmas, they were looking for Jesus. Christmas for them was an opportunity to worship Jesus. And that's what this season is all about. Fixing your eyes on Jesus, preparing your hearts to worship him. And that's what we need to be looking for and expecting this Christmas and experience the worship and perhaps a fresh glimpse of who he was born to be, King of the Jews. You know, if our goal this Christmas is to worship Jesus, then I doubt very seriously that you'll be dissatisfied with your experience. But where do you look for it? Where do you find it? Amen. It's all related to where you look. Well, we learned that from the Magi, the first time they looked, they were looking in the wrong places. They started about looking for it by human reason uh, as they tested their thoughts because the star indicated the birth of a new king in Israel. So the Magi went to where kings should be born, to the place, to the palace of Herod the Great in the capital city of Jerusalem. But when they got there, they found out that was a real mistake because when Herod heard of the birth of the new king, he sought to destroy him. You see, here's the case, isn't it? We very often uh, are looking in the wrong places to f meet our expectations. We think by getting or giving the right gift, we'll be satisfied. We imagine that being with a family is just going to fill us with joy. But every one of these things can so easily disappoint us. You may not be able to afford the right gift for a loved one. Family members may be missing from your holiday celebration. And if you're looking to these things for joy, listen, you may be left with a feeling of sadness. 
But the Magi looked in the right place when they finally looked to God. Because the trip to Jerusalem was not a total loss. For while there, while there, they discovered where they should have looked in the first place. In the word of God. The scribes in Jerusalem said that according to the prophet Micah, the Messiah was to be born in Bethlehem. Think about that for a minute. This, the mystery of Christmas joy was in God's word. So with this new information, what did they do? They looked again at the star and followed it to Bethlehem until it stood over the house where the child Jesus lived. Listen, my friend, your level of joy at Christmas is direct, directly related to what you give. And what are you giving for Christmas? Well, you know what the, you know what the, the wise men did? They came bearing gifts for the Savior. Amen. They gave him gold, a gift for a king. They gave him frankincense, a gift for a priest. Amen. And they gave him myrrh, a gift for the dead. Now that's kind of uh, mysterious, isn't it? There was a fragrant ointment used to anoint a body burial, body for burial. That's what myrrh was. But by giving it, they acknowledged that Jesus had come not just to be the king of kings and the Lord of lords, not just to be the author and finisher of our faith, but he came to be our redeemer, our salvation, by giving his life on the cross. Now, let me tell you something. We ought to give the gift of our love, the gift of our kindness to our friends and family. And we ought to give the gift of our help to those who are hurting. We ought to give the gift of forgiveness to those who have hurt us. And we ought to be ready to give all kinds of gifts because that's what the spirit of Christmas is all about. Healing others, blessing others, strengthening others, lifting others up. And in doing so, guess what? You reap the blessing. You reap the blessing. And then, by the way, you need to give something to yourself this year. Give, some t give your time, amen, to your family and enjoy that precious time, amen, with your family and friends. And remember, as you're sharing that time with your family and friends, be sure to present to them the gift of gifts, amen, amen, the gift of life that Christ offered us. You can do all these things, friend, because you know what? I trust in you. I believe in you. I know you have what it takes Amen. To have a happy Christmas. To know the joy of the Lord. Amen. Which is your strength. And he'll cause you to mount up with wings as of eagles. And that you'll run and not be weary. And you'll walk and not faint. So have a blessed season as we begin these messages over the Christmas holiday. Share them with your friends, my friend. And share them with your family. And let's just encourage one another to have a joyous, merry, and absolutely wonderful Christmas as we, as we continue to tell the story of the reason for the season. Can you say amen? Okay, until next time, God bless you. And keep giddy up, giddy up. Let's go.